Eight people were killed and 17 people were medevaced to hospital after a magnitude 7 earthquake struck Papua New Guinea's East Sepik province. The earthquake hit just after 4 a.m. on Monday last week. The cost of the rebuild is expected to be around half a million US dollars. Caleb Fotheringham spoke with East Sepik Governor Alan Bird. The seriousness of the situation occurred right at, you know, uh, when the earthquake hit, and it hit early in the morning about 4 a.m., that's when we suffered the most damage and had people injured and we lost about eight lives. But after that, the aftershocks, they weren't big enough to cause any further damage. People are beginning to rebuild and we're helping them with that. How bad was the initial damage to people's homes? In that part of the Papua New Guinea, most of the homes are made from bush materials and the damage occurred mostly within the wetland areas. That's where the significant damage occurred. In fact, the epicenter was in the wetland. So a lot of people uh, built their homes either inside the swampy areas, like actually off the water, and the area where the most significant number of houses went down. I think more than 30% of the homes or 40% of the homes that collapsed was in this particular area called Karawari. And in Karawari, they actually build their homes on peat. And peat is not very, it's not a very stable material, but they've actually built their homes on that for generations. And that's where the biggest damage occurred. I think almost 300 homes collapsed in that particular area. Wow. So what are those people doing in the meantime? They're beginning to rebuild, and so that's what we're helping them with. Because the homes are obviously made of bush material, so they're fairly recyclable and it's not difficult to rebuild. So we have to help them with basic tools, nails, tarpaulins, water containers, obviously everything they've got got destroyed when their homes collapsed. Clothing, uh, mosquito nets, fishing nets, sanitation things for, for women and girls, that sort of thing. That's what we're trying to get to them now so they can help rebuild their homes, rebuild their lives, uh, you know, clothing, bedding, the, the very basic things, the pots and pans. Right. And do these people have somewhere to stay in the meantime while their homes get rebuilt? Well, we didn't get, like, whole villages destroyed. In one particular village, you might get, say, there's 20 homes there. You might get, say, half of them destroyed and the other half is still there. And they're fairly isolated. So what happens is all the families will then move in together into the homes that are there within the community. And they build pretty big homes. In one home, you could have up to 10 families living together in one home, normally anyway, because it's a, we're fairly communal people. So that's what happened. Uh, they've taken people in. And what about injuries? Were there a few people injured after the earthquakes? Yes, we had 17 people with serious injuries. We've got a flying ambulance service that brought them all into WeWAC, and they're being treated, and they've recovered pretty well. In terms of the cost of rebuilding, do you have any idea of how much it will cost? We think if we're spending about 1,000 kina per affected family, 1,000 kina is probably around 400 New Zealand dollars, I'm guessing. So we think that's how much it's going to cost to re-equip a family so they can, uh, you know, get back to normal. And then perhaps another 1,000 kina for logistics and other things to sort of get the help out there uh, because these places are really far-flung and isolated and you'll need a helicopter to reach them or, you know, 
you need to go by road and then by speedboat along the wetland areas. We're, we're thinking in the vicinity of around 2 million kina. And just so I get an idea, 2 million kina, how much would that be in US dollars? Probably around, I'd say, half, half a million, 300,000 US dollars. It seems like for an earthquake of that size, it's not a I don't want to downplay it, but it doesn't seem like a, a, a colossal amount of money. Is that because of the type of buildings that people have? Yeah, people live fairly simple lives. It's, it's not like in a heavily populated area where you've got high-rise buildings and people living on top of one another, crumbling concrete and things like that. We felt we were lucky. The loss of lives, we expected them to be a lot higher. And it was only eight, which, you know, is obviously sad. You don't want to lose anyone, but I guess from a response standpoint, we were fairly relieved that it wasn't worse.